hello, hello, and welcome back to Conversations with Anne, a podcast where I discuss topics ranging from personal development, self-discovery, self-growth, Christian faith, and everything and anything that has to do with navigating life as a young Christian adult woman. How have you been? I've been fine. And, you know, I saw this post where, on my email, you know how Medium usually sends you, like, a cluster of a compilation of topics that they think you might be interested in and i saw this really interesting one that said we need to stop sending emails telling people asking telling people i hope you're well and instead we need to ask other questions i didn't open it but i found that really interesting because i'm definitely guilty of saying i hope you're well every time i'm sending an email or when i'm talking to someone and it's like you know what it's 2020 no one is well <laughs> And that really hit me because I'm always like, I hope you're well. So that was one interesting thing I saw this week. What about you? What what did you find interesting this week? And I've been thinking of introducing a segment um in my podcast. I don't know how it's going to go, but I'm I'm I think I'd like to start um every time I record, I'd like to start an interesting thing I've seen or read or noticed this week and i'll just be talking about things that i found interesting like what i what i talked about previously yeah anyway enough of me rambling back to the main topic which is today i'd like us to discuss self-integrity and self-compassion or rather i'd like to discuss (laughs) um yeah so as i'd said earlier on um in my previous podcast episode what in my previous episode yeah in my previous episode when i talked about the new direction of conversations with and well not really the new direction but the original direction i'm really interested in personal development so i'm constantly learning and reading about things that can help me improve on myself improve myself and any yeah basically anything that has to do with personal development and lately i've been thinking about why I struggled so much with starting things and why I struggled with this podcast, why I struggled with my blog and why I just struggled with my creativity as a whole. And as I was going through this, I came across a podcast by, I'm trying to remember his name, it's called Mind Your Business Podcast and I can't remember his name. When I remember, I will, but I'll link it down below on, I'll link it in the, I'll link it in the description. It was a really good episode. Basically, it was talking about how we can reprogram our subconscious. And he was talking about, he, he, he interviewed one of his friends where he was talking, they were talking about how, how do we reprogram our subconscious basically. And the, one of the things I picked out of it was self-integrity. So they talked about self-integrity and how, for example, when you want to do, when you say you're going to do something and then you don't do it, you are acting against your own self-integrity. So, for example, if you say that you value integrity, but then you don't do the things that you say you're going to do for yourself, not even about other people, it's about yourself. Like you say, I'm going to work out tomorrow then you don't work out. You're going against your own self-integrity. And I found that really interesting. 
because I know it, I'm very guilty of doing that. And some of the reasons why, actually that's one of the main reasons why I struggle to complete projects, my own projects, because I don't hold myself accountable. So I wanted to get to know more about what self-integrity is. And I also wanted to bring in the element of self-compassion. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about what these two things are, why do they matter, and what are some things that I've learned about them. And based off my learning, or rather based off what I've, based off what I've been going through, like what can we, what have I picked up? And I'd like to share those things with you. So without further ado, <laughs> let's get on with it. Self-integrity. Self-integrity is, okay, this is the interesting thing about self-integrity. What I had initially is that it's going, um, keeping, keeping your word, basically. But it goes far, it's much deeper than that, actually. So I had to research what it was so that I can be able to talk about it. And keeping your word is just like a small part of it. On the whole, self-integrity is basically being true to your values, beliefs, and convictions. So it's about actually agreeing. It is your agreement and constant alignment with your own values, beliefs, and convictions. So basically being disciplined in being yourself. Yeah. And what does that look like? So, for example, before I even get into an example, we all have beliefs, we all have convictions, we all have values because our values are what determine our beliefs and convictions. No one wakes up and they're like, I have no values. I have everyone values something, whether it's honesty, kindness, integrity, um, loyalty. We all have that one thing that we really value. And if you're sitting there thinking, well, I don't have any values. A good way to know what it is you value, think about things that irritate you about other people <laughs> or irritate you about the world, you know. So, for example, if, um, let's say, you get irritated when you see leaders who squander money, it means that um, stewardship is important to you or effective and efficient management of resources is important to you. So values, values are basically what, what do you hold to be very important? What do you prioritize? What do you stand by? Yeah. So if I if I ask you what 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 is important to you, that's that's your value. And the whole idea of self integrity is how do we stay aligned to those values? How do I say? how do I stay aligned to what it is I consider valuable in my life? So, for example, for me, loyalty has always been a very big value for me and I always try and practice it. So, I'm very loyal to my friends and I expect the same. I expect, I expect the same reciprocation when it comes to loyalty. And if I act against that, then I feel like I'm acting against myself. So, when we act against our own values beliefs and convictions it means we're acting against our own self-integrity and you're going to see why that really matters later on when i get into why it matters but now that i just wanted to give you that basis and foundation of what it means so that when we get deeper into it well i'll try and get deeper into it because i'm still learning it <laughs> i wouldn't want to say that i'm a master or an, an expert at it i'm not but when i get further into it then 
you'll get to see where it really matters okay next is self-compassion so self-compassion is basically the art of being kind to yourself and there's so many layers to this and i feel like a lot of a lot of us suffer from lack of self-compassion and it's really really sad i don't even know why we have been taught to hate ourselves it sucks but the minute a lot of us live our lives without self-compassion and what's interesting about this is that you can have compassion for other people but not compassion for yourself which is crazy because who do you stay with the most yourself you know like you're the you're going to be with yourself forever like so doesn't it make sense to treat yourself better i know it sounds very simple when you say it but then actually really hard to practice it and this is something i also struggle with um I've, i think 2020 for me has allowed me to really reflect on that aspect of how i really have been lacking self-compassion like i always knew i did but you know how you know something but then you don't do anything about it but 2020 has forced me to actually face myself in the mirror and be like you need to work on these things and with everyone going through what we're all going through a global pandemic and so much uncertainty so much bad news so many things that could be going wrong it's really it's it's time for us to be able to just sit down and look at ourselves and look inward and be like you know what maybe maybe i need to have a better relationship with myself yeah anyway um another thing that i found really interesting is um there's this quote i've always liked by buddha i know you're going to be like but you're a christian you know what yes i'm a christian i believe in god and i believe in the trinity i believe in every in, i believe in jesus christ but i still appreciate quotes that make sense <laughs> So don't come at me, okay? Anyway, so I've I've had this quote for a very long time and now that I'm talking about it, like that I'm talking about self-integrity and self-compassion, this quote resonates even better. It says, you can search throughout the entire universe for someone who is more deserving of your love and affection than you are yourself, and that person is not to be found anywhere. You yourself, as much as anybody in the entire universe, deserve your love and affection. And I remember the first time I read that, I was like, wow, this this really makes sense. But then now that I know what self-integrity is, I know what self-compassion is, and I've been working on myself, like actively working on myself, facing my demons, facing my challenges, facing the truths I didn't want to face about myself, this quote resonates on a different level. Because we spend a lot of time looking for love yet you cannot love if you do not love yourself i mean let's even take it to the christian side yeah we have looked at 10:27 and i just want to give you the context of this verse so one of the teachers of the law decided he wanted to test jesus because that's what they always wanted to do you know they wanted to try and catch jesus on the wrong but you can't catch god on the wrong it's god <laughs> you know like i wish i wish they got that but anyway, they didn't um so he posed the question of what does one need to do in order to inherit eternal life and 
were coming from well if you think about where they were at then they were coming from the sacrificial side of the christian life yeah where you had to um offer sacrifices to god so that you can be right with him and there were there were so many things you had to do there were so many things the israelites had to do so that they could be right with god so it makes sense why he'd ask what do i need to do so that i can inherit this it's more like what do i need to give so that i can get this it's a give and take relationship but as you probably know now that one when jesus died for our sins that shift changes it's no longer about what you do but it's about accepting who jesus is accepting that he died for your sins acknowledging that and acknowledging that you're a sinner acknowledging that you cannot live life without god and acknowledging that we are saved by grace and not by our good works so it doesn't matter how many things that you do that are really good if you don't believe in jesus christ and if you don't believe that it's because of his love and it's because of god's love and jesus christ's suffering and sacrifice that we are where we are at today and we're able to have that relationship with god then it counts for nothing you know anyway so he asks him what what do i need to do so that i can get this eternal life i mean who doesn't want to live forever yeah um then jesus is like what what is written in the what is written in the law and you know teachers of the law really cared about what was in the law for them the law was everything you had to follow it by the what's what's that word you had to follow it by the word yeah like it didn't matter what it is you did it had to be you had to follow it exactly the way it was written so he says that so the teacher of the law responds and says it's written that we must love the lord our god with all our heart soul mind and strength and we must love our neighbor as we love ourselves and then jesus is like yeah that's exactly it that's what you need to do and you need to show then he goes on to illustrate this father using the example of the samaritan and he talks about how those the the good samaritan i hope you know the parable of the good samaritan but i'll try and paraphrase it so there was this man who ends up getting injured and the first person passes is a priest the second person I can't remember who the second person was but the third person was was a samaritan and you know at that time samaritans and jews well they didn't really relate well together because jews was always felt because they were the chosen people if you don't if you don't um subscribe to our beliefs then i'm sorry we cannot interact with you so turns out the very people who should have been able to help the, this man were the same people who didn't help <laughs> and you know that's the irony of all of this yeah so i mean you see this happening all the time like um with christians and stuff you have you have um when you tell someone that you're a christian they already have this perception of you that you're already judging them and you think you're better than them the number of times i've had to explain to people you know what just because i've said i'm a christian doesn't mean i'm judging you and yes it's really hard it's something we struggle with as christians because we we know we know according to the word what is good and what is not and it can be really hard to not 
look at someone and say, you know what, what you're doing is bad, and I'm judging for it. But that's that's where God's grace comes in. That's where we 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 always have to check ourselves as Christians. We're constantly checking ourselves <laughs> and reminding ourselves, hey, you you're not a good. Um, please remember, you're a sinner, and there's nothing about you that's good so don't look at someone else and think you're better than them because the only reason you are where you're at is because you believe in god and you and it's god's grace that's carrying you through life other than that you're no different from anyone else so yeah so i just wanted to give you a bit a bit of context when it comes to that verse before i talked about it and why i was talking about that when in relation to self-compassion for you to be kind to others I personally believe we are taught to love. And I feel that as a Christian, I'm going to talk about it from a Christian perspective. Um, for us, it's, it, it, it goes much further than just loving our neighbor. Because for us, love is, we, we see love through God. Yeah. Because he loves us so much, we are then able to learn to love ourselves. And through that love, we're able to learn how to be kind to other people. But you can't be kind to someone when you're not kind to yourself. Which is so... At first, it sounds it sounds very straightforward. But when you think about it, there's so many times you're nice to other people, but you're not nice to yourself. But I feel like it's, it is possible to be nice to other people but not nice to yourself. But at some point, you're going to sleep up. Yeah? You're going to sleep up and end up treating this person in a way that you may not necessarily have wanted to treat them. Because when you're not kind to yourself, so many things come up. You you have a lot of insecurities. You're anxious. Sometimes you tend to be anxious. So you can be insecure in a relationship because you don't believe your worth worth being loved so you end up treating this other person in the way you see yourself but you know if you're if you see yourself differently if you see yourself as a child of god you see yourself as someone worth loving you see yourself as someone worth giving love yeah and someone who is kind and you're kind to yourself then how you treat others is obviously going to be different but yeah so it all comes back to the aspect of you cannot give what you don't have when it comes to self-compassion. You cannot, you, you, you can only take so much, you know, um, and you can only give so much. If you don't love yourself, it's going to be really hard to love someone else. And for us as Christians, it's even more important to realize that if you don't have, if you don't love God, <laughs> then it's going to be hard for you to love other people because what's the point, you know? So you not only are you not going to love God, but you're also not going to love yourself and you're not going to love other people. And you're always going to do things that for you, you feel like you are being helpful, but in reality, you are not, yeah? So, why, why are we talking about this and why are these things important? Self-integrity matters because, like I'd said earlier, our values determine and influence our behaviors. Um, think about things that you value. So, for example, you value honesty, but once in a while, you find yourself being 
dishonest with yourself because for example um i'm trying to think of a good example for this let me let me think about my my own life um i like i said earlier i value loyalty i also value integrity i value honesty and there are times that i've not been so honest with myself like i know what it is i'm doing is not right but i still go on and do it that in itself is me acting against myself and when i act against myself it then goes against the very thing i said i believe so how can i how can i say that i believe and value integrity but my actions show otherwise and you know especially when you're a christian yeah we're always told and reminded that it's not really about what you say but it's about what you do i can't say i'm a christian but then my behavior shows otherwise because people are not looking at people are not looking at what it is you say or rather people don't take what you say as the truth people take your actions as the truth and your actions should be in line with what it is you believe and self integrity is very important when it comes to your personal growth because who you say you are needs to be reflected in all aspects so if you say you're someone who is kind are you kind to your family are you kind to yourself are you kind to animals what is what is it about you that makes you kind and to even go further if you say you value honesty yeah or you value time management for example if i value time in, time management i know that i'm supposed to meet my friend at 12 or i'm supposed to meet her at 1 but then i show up at 1:30 and i knew that from the very beginning that i i need i already know my commute takes me 2 hours or it takes me 30 minutes it takes me 50 minutes to get ready but then i end up i i know that but i still end up delaying everything because of course there is the unavoidable thing maybe something happened that caused you to be late but i'm talking about intentionally doing things if you value time management for example yeah like i was saying earlier and instead of actually taking time out to make sure you prepare yourself early and you leave the house early you know all of that but you still disregard it then you're contradicting yourself and when you continue when you continuously contradict yourself which is now what the podcast that i listened to was saying if you continue to contradict yourself your mind learns that and your mind realizes oh okay so when we say we're going to do something and we don't do it that's 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 our way of life so no matter what it is you want to do your mind will always just be like well you're not going to do it anyway so why are you bothering And that's why a lot of people struggle with I me included we struggle with keeping habits because we've left we've led a life one way for so long that it's so hard for us to just switch it up and self integrity for you to keep self integrity takes a lot of discipline and discipline is hard work no one wants to work hard i mean even the mind doesn't want to work hard But when we continuously train our mind not to 
be disciplined then that's how it becomes so that's why you find a lot of people sign up for gym memberships on on january 2nd but by february 1st they've already they, they've already cancelled their memberships we can't expect ourselves to just switch overnight it takes hard work for you to do something for you to change something that's why it takes even more yeah it's it's said that it takes 21 days to form a habit though i've seen places that say it takes even up to 90 like um 90 days because it's that it's that intense it's it's constant doing constant discipline and that's the thing about discipline discipline has to be done on a day-to-day basis you can't expect to go to the gym today and i'm talking i'm I'm saying this as if as if it's (laughs) as if i don't do it but i'm very guilty of this i'm that type of person who wakes up and i'm like okay today i'm going to work out i'm going to work out and i wake up i put i put on my clothes i put on my workout clothes and then i expect that after the workout that i'm going to have i'm going to end up having abs it's so it's so unrealistic you know so we must learn me included we must learn the art of self-discipline because self-discipline is what allows you to have self-integrity when you stand up for something and you stand up for what you believe people respect you more and it's not even about other people but you respect yourself even more you know you trust yourself more and if you don't trust yourself i mean it's going to be so hard for you to trust other people everything stems back to yourself you know have you noticed that if you don't if you don't act a certain way with yourself why would you expect that you're going to act that way with other people so let's take this even further yeah um for me self-integrity really matters because this year I've been at a point where I've been super lost. Yeah, let me just put it out there. I've been really, really lost and I'm still kind of lost, but I'm starting to find some clarity. You know how they say when you turn 25, that's when you're probably going to experience your quarter life crisis. Well, my quarter life crisis came with a global pandemic. So (laughs) I just feel like I was hit twofold literally but i was sitting there listening to this podcast and i'd just been thinking about how i've spent so much time regretting the things that i had done wishing i had some clarity in life looking at my friends and feeling like i'm the one who's behind everyone else is moving forward you know just the daily life of a young adult where you just constantly comparing yourself to everything but i was thinking i was also thinking about my creative pursuits the things that i've left the things that i should have done um where would i be where would i have been if i had stuck to something and i was listening to them and they were talking and when he just said you know what you are the one causing yourself to be in this situation you're the same person who says you're going to do something and then you don't do it and because no one else will know except you you go along with it and i thought about that and how many times i say that i'm going to do something 
then I don't do it. And I hadn't looked at it as me breaking my own self-integrity. But when I now started thinking about my own values and some of the things that I believe and consider very important, I was literally acting against them. So it, it makes sense why I was experiencing all this lost feelingness, if there's a word like that. But when you act against yourself, even though you may feel like, yeah, no one else knows it but you. But you know who's the most important person who knows it? You. You know that you're going through this. You know that you were supposed to do something and you didn't do it. And so you, you're literally just like, you're not keeping your own commitment. And how, like... Yeah, it it just comes down to that. You're literally not acting in line with who you say you are. And another problem we have is that we always want to act according to who we think other people think we should be. And that's the thing. That's not self-integrity. Your self your integrity can your self-integrity cannot be based off who you think other people think you should be. It needs to be based off who you think you want to be, you know? who you think God wants you to be. And the beauty about um, the Bible is that it outlines for us who God wants us to be and who God thinks we are, or actually who God thinks, how God thinks of us, yeah? So, yeah, um, another thing now, adding on to the aspect of self-compassion, self I, I actually wrote this down, that self-integrity helps us learn how to build self-discipline, but self-compassion helps us keep it. So self-compassion, like I said earlier, is the art of being kind to yourself. And when we break promises to ourselves, well, we're being unkind to ourselves because whatever it is we said we're going to do is probably for our own benefit. And when we decide not to do it, and I'm talking about the good things. I'm not talking about the negative things. Like, if you decide you want to stop, stop smoking, that's a good thing. Yeah? And you breaking your promise. Well, let me not even get into that. That's a whole, like, addiction in itself is just something. I c- I'm not even qualified to talk about it. So I am retreating back from that statement because I cannot support it. I cannot back it up. <laughs> But back to self-compassion. Um, when we don't have self-compassion, we tend to criticize ourselves a lot. And I'm very guilty of that. I am my own biggest critic. My inner critic, I think, can outwin the critic's award. I think it... I was going to say it can outwin the critics of the critic's award. Um, awards. You know, do you know those awards? <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so my inner critic is very... Just thinking about her, I'm just like, oh gosh, I wish I could wrap you up in a box and just throw you out. But we're learning, we're learning, we're learning how to be kind to ourselves. So yeah, um, the biggest enemy to self-compassion is self-criticism. And we all struggle with it. Some people just know how to manage it better. While others, well, get to the point where, like, you literally 
loathe yourself. You know, the minute you say you loathe yourself, you know it's serious. Well, okay, the minute you say you don't like yourself, yeah, we already know it's serious. But anyway, you get what I'm trying to say. Um, self-compassion. I don't even know how to get into it because it's something I'm still learning. And it's it takes work. That's the thing about these two things. I feel like self-growth sounds really nice, but the work that comes with it, oh gosh, the work is painful. It's tiring. It's gruesome. It's, it's everything. But the results are definitely rewarding. The results are encouraging. The results are great. So why, why do we need to care about self-compassion? Because this being kind to yourself reflects how you need to treat other people. And when we're really kind to ourselves, we're also, we become our own best friends. You know how they say you need to talk to yourself the way your best friend would talk to you? I've, I never used to get that, but then now I get it. Because now when I think about the things that I say to myself, I'm so mean to myself. And some, and some of us are really, really mean to ourselves. If we said those things to other people, oh gosh, we wouldn't have friends. But why do we say those things to ourselves? Because we we feel like we can get away with it. No one will know. It's all in our head. And your head, oh gosh, your mind, your mind can work for you and it can work against you. When you practice self-compassion, your mind is working for you. When you are actively practicing self-criticism, your mind is working against you. So we have to learn the art of being kind to ourselves and giving ourselves a break oh gosh giving ourselves a break i'm saying that and i'm just like how many times have i told myself that i need to give myself i need to cut myself some slack but my inner critic is like no cutting who slack you you who is like da 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 like this no way and you see, we have to learn how to recognize that inner critic. Because once you learn how to recognize that inner critic and you learn the habits and you learn the triggers, that's when breakthrough comes in. That's when you start noticing, oh, when I'm in this state, this is what I say about myself or this is how I feel about myself. Which now leads me on to the next thing. How do we, how do we incorporate this in our life? For self-integrity... It really all comes down to you writing down your values. That's the first place you need to start. <laughs> you need to know what it is you value. You need to know what it is you consider important. And you need to have, like, you need to look at your life through a lens, a microscopic lens, every single detail. Think about it. It's tiring. I know it sounds tiring, but you need to do that. You need to look at yourself and be like, this is what I do. The good, the bad, the ugly, the great, the beautiful, the the disastrous, every single thing. Because that's where, that's that's what self-discovery is. That's what self-growth is. No one sits down. You cannot work on yourself. You don't even know what it is you're working on, you know. And if you're a Christian, take it further. Ask God to show you those parts of yourself that you don't like or those things that you say about yourself help ask him to show you and to help you realize when you say certain things about yourself or to show you what it is to value that's another thing because you may value 
now you know when um you may value certain things but are those things helpful to you because just because you value them doesn't mean they're necessarily helpful yeah so help you you take it a step further and you ask him to let him be the one to dictate and determine what it is that you value and then once you know what it is that you value you take it you know you go to the next step and that's keeping your word so whether it is whether you're getting an accountability partner or you're actually thinking of yourself from third person or something like that you know like or you think of yourself as someone else for example you know like you own like you duplicate yourself or something i know that's really weird but yeah thinking of yourself putting yourself in your own shoes but in a different way whatever it is that works for you then you start looking at it from a different point of view because you start seeing yourself as a person and not just as yourself as i even say this it sounds really confusing but think of for example you know how we're told put yourself in your best friend's shoes like imagine if you were your own best friend so imagine if you were your own best friend what would your best friend tell you or how would you want to how would you want your best friend to act so those are some of the ways you can go about learning how to practice self integrity but the very most important thing is accepting that accepting where you're at because if you don't accept where you're at then it's going to be really hard for you to want to move forward so the first step is accepting where you're at and then you now begin to determine what your values you believe you believe sir and who and when it comes to beliefs question them don't be afraid to question your beliefs don't be afraid to question your values and it's okay to ditch some values because something not everything you value is beneficial that's something else that's very important for example the, maybe you have a certain belief system when it comes to success if it's not working for you ditch it and if it's and this is where some people usually end up going to see therapists or they talk to someone that they really trust because talking to someone else helps you see things a lot differently especially if it's someone who i advocate for therapy and not all types of therapy but therapy with someone who is not going to put you down and make you and belittle you because there's some therapists who have a way of making you feel like oh so that's that's the only thing you came for that's the only problem you know those are not the people you you need to be talking to and sharing your problems with you need to be talking to people who or even friends or family you need to be talking to whether it's a pastor or whatever you need to be talking to someone who will not belittle you or make your problems feel like they're nothing yeah so when you question your beliefs it allows you to actually look at them differently and be like so where did i pick that up from because sometimes we have belief systems that we've picked up from it could be trauma when you were a child it could be anything you know maybe you so this is how you grew up or this is what you were taught to believe they believe wow this is what you were taught to believe um so you need to be able to question all those things moving on to self compassion self compassion is very tricky but very beneficial <laughs> um the first thing you need to do 
or the first step you take when you when you want to start practicing self-compassion is just like what we said with self-integrity you need to accept this is where you're at so accept that this is what you're going through this is what this is the position i mean so for example i am anxious and i'm depressed and i'm depressed because i don't know why i'm depressed or i'm or my depression started at this point my anxiety started at this point or this is how i feel about myself this is how i look at myself write down all those things when i look at myself in the mirror i feel like i'm ugly i feel like i have my eyes are too big my eyes are too small my hips are too big my boobs are too small you know whatever write write it all write it all down and don't even think about it because another thing is when you write things down they allow you to now begin to look at them because when it's all in your head and it's all just swimming around in your head it can get really overwhelming but when you write it down you can now begin to question it because you're looking at it again and you're reading it out loud and you're like wait a minute this doesn't sound right you know what my eyes are actually not small i like my eyes or I like the way my butt looks or I like the way my hair looks, whatever it is. So look at your behavior. Look at those thoughts. Think about your limiting beliefs. What what are some beliefs that you have that make you look at yourself and make you not treat yourself kindly? What 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 has someone taught you to believe about yourself or what have you taught yourself to believe about yourself? What have you had throughout your life that you're beginning to question, you know? girls shouldn't be a certain way or i shouldn't be a certain way there's so many things that you need to begin questioning take it a step further look at your negative habits what is it about your habits that you don't like do you stick through them do you not like the way you start and stop things for me i had to look at my habits and i hated the way that i was constantly starting and stopping things i hated the fact that I was never consistent with the project or anything that I started. I hated that shiny new syndrome of shiny object syndrome where I start something because I'm excited and then ditch it before I've even gone through with it at the first sign of difficulty. And it all as I was thinking about it, it all began to come together because I started noticing, okay, you know what? You have a, you seem to have a problem with criticism. You seem to have a problem with difficulty. You seem to have a negative mindset when it comes to hard work why do you have such a mindset what is it about hard work that scares you so much so you need to be when you when you're going through this process you need to be very okay with questioning yourself and questioning yourself to the point where you're like okay you might not even have the answers but funny enough the answers are still deep within you <clears throat> you may do this with someone else you may decide to do it by yourself but being able to just have those open conversations with yourself is very important notice the habits question them notice the cycle oh gosh notice the cycle notice the triggers you'll probably notice as you're going through this process that there's a there's some when this happens i tend to react this way or I'm constantly re- going round in circles you know my mom likes to call it r- like a dog running after its tail in a circle so you don't want to be that person who's constantly circling and if you're doing that why is it you're doing that it may help to maybe talk to someone about it and please remember to talk to someone who you trust someone who you know if if you don't feel good 
when you've already shared your problem with someone, if you notice that they're not taking it seriously, feel free to ditch that person. Because if they're not helping you, then there's no point, you know. There's, and don't go out and pour out all your everything. Don't pour pour it all out. Take it take it in in dips or in shifts rather. Yeah. Take it take it, um, test it out, get to see what the pers- what the person will say or how or how they'll experience it. Another good way of testing out people is asking them about their experiences because sometimes people can tell you there's a way someone can talk about their life that can make you feel like, you know what, I think this person can be able to help me. So <clears throat> notice your cycle, question it. And also, once you've done that, now you need to learn new things. And this is where affirmations come in. I really like Pinterest because it's full, not only is it full of everything I'm always looking for, but when it comes to self-growth and personal development, I feel like they're really winning in that area because there's so many people who share so much content, <laughs> depending on whatever it is, whether it's Christian, whether it's not Christian, whether you whether you believe in the universe, whatever it is you believe in, there's content for that on Pinterest. So I'm going to look at it from two sides. I'm going to look at it from the worldly worldly point of view and the Christian point of view. So for the worldly point of view, the spiritual side, you know, if, you, if you're a spiritual person, um, you may believe in affirmations and, you know, the things of the higher self and all those things. Um, there are definitely things about that on Pinterest where you talk, talk yourself up. The whole idea of affirmations is affirming yourself to affirm yourself is to what what's it's like to back yourself up you know like it's like saying you know what yeah this this is who i am it's reminding yourself of who you are and as christians we also do that because that the things that god says about our identity that we must remind ourselves of especially if we get really caught up in what the world says about us we need to come back to the word and remind ourselves that actually that's not who God says we are. This is who we are. So the one thing you have to do when it comes to your to practicing self-compassion is once you've noted down all your negative beliefs and all your all all your struggles and everything, all the thoughts that you have, you may not be able to note them down, note down everything, but there are certain things you'll notice that are very recurrent that you believe about yourself. Look for the positive side of it. So, for example, I'm not good with money. You change it to, I'm good with money and I'm a good steward. And God says that I'm a steward. Or, I believe the money can work for me. You know? Or something else, I don't believe, I, I think I'm ugly. You change it up and say, I'm beautiful. Or, for Christians, they also say, I'm be- fearfully and wonderfully made. I am God's masterpiece. I am loved. So there's so many things that you can alter that or back or um, hit back because it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be a big struggle for you to change your mindset. Your mind is already so used to the negative, especially if you dwell a lot on negative thoughts. It's the order of the day. Your mind is automatically going to go there. But it doesn't mean that your mind cannot be retrained. So you can retreat, and that's where affirmations come in. That's why you see a lot of people say how for them to have 
for for them to get to where they were to, to where they are today or for them to begin loving themselves they had to write down things they had to write down truths about themselves even if they didn't believe it but the more they said it the more they decided to believe it and i i know this this sounds really weird but for me i know it's true because i've done it and i'm still doing it there, were, there was a time i really really hated myself i didn't even look at myself in the mirror for a very long time and then i came i started writing affirmations and i started reminding myself telling myself you're beautiful i'm beautiful and the times now and then i'd look at myself in the mirror and i'm like i'd force myself to look at myself in the mirror and say okay you're beautiful and i talk to myself i talk to the girl i see in the mirror even if i didn't see the beauty in her i'd just say you're beautiful and i do this over and over and over again and now there are times when i look at myself in the mirror and i'm like oh wow is that you is that who you are <laughs> There's this vlogger I really love. Her name is Lydia Dinga and she inspires me so much because she loves herself so much. And she's always like, if you don't love yourself, who will? And it's so true. Because when you love yourself, there's this um, vibrantness that you have. There's, there's just something that pulls people to you because you're so content with yourself and you're, so, you're just happy being yourself that other people just feel... They can't help it. They are drawn to you. And it comes back to the concept of you cannot give what you don't have. So if you imagine yourself as a cup, you cannot give if you're empty. Yeah? You can't drink water from an empty cup, basically. Like, I can't be looking at an empty cup and expecting that there should be some water there. I can only drink water if there's water in the cup, which is a weird analogy, but I hope you get it. So... Talk yourself up. There's nothing wrong with talking yourself up. As long as you don't become boastful <laughs> and you don't become prideful because you also don't want to become a narcissist. And anyway, the thing about narcissists is that they need to control other people. They need other people to affirm them. So that's the negative side. But we are not looking at becoming narcissists. We're looking at becoming content people. And for Christians, content comes from loving God. Because we cannot be content on our own accord. We can only be content when we believe in God. So, yeah, that's about it. And the last thing I'd like to say is that it really all comes down to practicing. Nothing is easy. I'm also learning this. Nothing is easy. Nothing comes easy. But we keep trying and we keep pushing and we keep remembering that we can only be the very best that we try to be. So self-discovery is a long journey and it's full of so many ups and downs. And there are times that you'll just, you won't even know what to do next. And for me, when since I've experienced those periods during this time, I always run back to God's word. Because for me, God's word holds so much truth in my life when nothing is making sense. Even when things are making sense, I still go back to God's word and still check it because I'm constantly trying to to make God a priority in my life. There are times that I fail, but actually most times I fail. And I'm so grateful for his grace because he loves me through through it all. <laughs> and he's still there. He's still holding on to me. I saw I, I read a devotion recently that said that when we keep our eyes on God 
when you keep our eyes, they give an illustration of this child who the father walked and then he told him, okay, if you walk in my footsteps, because they were walking on snow, if you walk on my footsteps, you would fall. And every time the child would focus on the father and look at the father, he wouldn't fall. But when he'd look sideways or notice that he's not, he's probably not stepped on his father's footsteps, he'd fall. And the whole idea of it is that we need to, we need to focus our eyes on God. And that's something I'm really been actively trying to do. I'm not great at it. I don't think there's anyone who can sit down and say that they're great at it because then it would mean that they're overlooking the whole idea of grace. But we do what we can and we let God do the rest. So, yeah, that's it for now. Um, I am really hoping you picked something out of this. Just like I said, self-discovery is a journey and no one wakes up and they know everything about themselves. Even that person who's 150, well, whoever lived till 150, I think right now the oldest person must be 100 and I don't even think they've reached 120, but even that person who's at 90, there's still things about themselves that they haven't figured out. When I think of, when I look at self-discovery, I picture this big circle of the unknown and then this really tiny tiny minuscule circle and i feel like that's that's us yeah that's that's when we've tried when we've at least figured out like 0.1 percent of it <laughs> but anyway um yeah so i'm really wishing you all the best in your journey and remember to practice remember that just because you're not where you're at right now doesn't mean that you won't be where you think you should be and yeah trust trust in the process trust in god trust that he has you trust that his plans for you are good that's something i've also been reminding myself a lot jeremiah 29 11 i'm constantly reminding myself i hope it's that you know i'm not really good with remembering the exact verse but I'm, I'm good at remembering the verse itself but you know the verse of where I know the plans I have for you um, yeah so let's trust let's trust in God let's trust that he has us let's work on our self integrity let's work on aligning ourselves with what it is we believe let's work on our self compassion let's learn to love each other and be our neighbors keepers especially during this period <coughs> of so much uncertainty and that's it for now and i'll see you next time bye